What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Brick House segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with CISO, Jaime, and Nick. My name is Matt, and today we're going to talk about all these conference final series. They have had some very unexpected twists and turns. We will dive deep into these series and the stories surrounding them. But first, I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, and that is Coffee Bros. If you're a bro who's up real early like I am, it is 619 Hawaii time right now, and you need a coffee company that's not only going to provide you from a, with everything from award-winning roast to your necessary equipment, your espresso machine, your grinders, your filters, to your recipes, as well as a coffee to water ratio calculator. Go to Coffee Bros website, whose link is in our description, to get everything that you need that is coffee related. So go get Coffee Bros, bro. And we got to start this Brick House episode with the conclusion to a series that I know I thought was going to be a classic that turned into an absolute dud as the Denver Nuggets swept the Los Angeles Lakers to advance to the NBA Finals. Nikola Jokic winning the Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP, averaging 27, 14, and 11. And Jamal Murray certainly could have won it as well as he went off the entire series. They play the winner of the Heat Celtics in the Finals. Meanwhile, the Lakers had plenty of opportunities to close each game. They couldn't do it. And now their future is in question going forward with LeBron sounding like he may be contemplating retirement. And a lot of those young pieces that they brought in that fit so well being free agents. But I don't. I want to spend this first part talking about the Nuggets because I know somehow if Coach Malone sees this from the Nuggets, he's going to be just pissed about it and whining that we're talking about the Lakers too much. So, Nick, I'm going to go to you first, man. How surprising was this sweep? And are the Nuggets the clear finals favorites? So, I mean, this... Uh... This series shocks me tremendously. I had the Lakers uh, winning winning the series, and I definitely thought it would be a lot closer than it was. But after hearing, you know, how how, Le- how LeBron was hurt and why why he was resting on some plays, it makes a lot more sense on why the series turned this way. Uh, the the last game that he played, where he, I think he had forty points in what ten and nine, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And he played all forty eight. That's kind of how I expected him to play all the games. Oh, he, we just didn't see that type of intensity, that type of energy, and uh, it just didn't seem like LeBron. Like LeBron, LeBron didn't want it because uh, when LeBron wants it, he's got that look in his eye, and no one's gonna stop them. So, super surprising, but uh, it all this series did was confirm that Nikola Jokic is the best player in the NBA and uh, the best player in the world right now. So, the Nuggets are playing fantastic; their team's super healthy. And I think that th- this is uh, this is their moment that they they have to take advantage of because uh, this is probably the best sh- best chance that they'll that they'll have. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be you know you, you never know how many opportunities you're going to get for a title. A lot of these kind of younger teams, you you think like, oh man, their window's wide open, and then sure enough, that window closes pretty quick for a lot of these teams. So, see, so I'm going to go to you, man. Obviously, you're a Lakers fan, so uh, I want to take this from a Nuggets perspective first, though, because like I said, Coach Malone's going to be pissed if he sees this and we talk about the Lakers too much. So, how surprising was this series, and do you think the Nuggets are the clear Finals favorite now? Um, I would say, um. As a Lakers fan, I, of course, I wanted my team to win, and I—I I mean, I expected the series to be a lot more competitive. But after watching that first game and how um, the Nuggets came out, like Nick said, I think they wanted it more, especially coming from that bubble conference finals, like in 2020, where like the Lakers dominated them. So mm-hmm. this was like a revenge for them, and um, I just feel like, man. Like you said, the Nuggets, they're the best team in the NBA. They've been the best team in the NBA all season. Mm-hmm. Um, the way Jamal Murray played, like 32 
on um, 50% shooting from the field, 40% from three, 95 from the free throw line. Like, I mean, they're, they're going on an amazing run. So I, I'm, I wasn't really surprised after seeing the first game, I'll be honest. Because the Lakers yeah. struggled all year. Me watching all the Lakers game, we struggled all year with closing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest. They're the favorites right now to me. And that was and that was and that was what they struggled with throughout the series too. All these games were close going into that fourth quarter and they were one two possession games midway through the fourth and the and the Nuggets <laughs> just found a way to win and the, and the Lakers couldn't. So yeah, like you said, Lakers couldn't close and that's what what the difference in the series was. So Jaime, I'll go to you, man. How surprising was this series and and are the La- are the Nuggets the clear finals favorites now? So <clears throat> I'm, yeah, it, it's it's weirdly surprising in like both, if you look at it from two perspectives, right? If you're like, it's surprising that we didn't, we that I feel like we did underestimate the Nuggets, right? We're talking about a number one seed playing versus a oh, number man. seven seed and the Lakers starting two and 10. Then they rebuilt that team in like the end of the season, right? That's surprising. The fact that we're like, that we even considered the Lakers to put up a good fight due to their playoff performances against right. the number one seeded Nuggets with Jokic, right? The who arguably should be the MVP. That's surprising, mm-hmm. but it was surprising, you know. I, you know, you guys talk about Game One and Game Two, and Game Three. Like, I really did think that at least the Lakers were going to steal one from home, right? But the I thought they were going to win at least one game at home, and the fact that the Lakers got swept by the Nuggets, it's. It was very disappointing. I expected more out of LeBron James and not even LeBron James. I was expecting more out of this support cast, right? And that's when we could talk about D'Angelo Russell and his oh hideous performance and why he got benched. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> no, yeah, the Nuggets are the clear favorite. They're the, they've shown all season long they're the best team in the league. There's a reason why they're the number one seed in one of the, in arguably one of the toughest Western Conference series we've had in a long time. If you think about the caliber mm-hmm. of players around this Western Conference and the fact that they finished number one seed and they had an MVP or not like a potentially, you know, who should have been, not potentially, but like who should have been MVP in my opinion. Um, it was, it was a very interesting, it was a very entertaining, weirdly enough, it was still very entertaining to see the Nuggets suit the Lakers, but it was closer than, yeah, it was really close. It was pretty crazy. The games were really yeah, close and like, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, you guys mentioned. It's the- wild how close it was. It's, mm-hmm. it's wild how close it was, man. Like I, I didn't, you know, Obviously, you know, and you know, I was I was shocked this was a sweep. Like again, um, I predicted this Western Conference Finals in February when the Lakers were the 13th seed. Yes, I'm going to keep bragging about it, okay? But what <laughs> what I did not see was this ending in a sweep, okay? I thought this would be a seven game back and forth, you know, home team could win every game in the series, but the Nuggets simply rose to the occasion. Like we were talking about, all these games were close in the fourth quarter, and all these games came down to one or two possessions. The difference was Jokic and Murray finished these games and LeBron and AD couldn't. And listen, some of the shots that Jokic was making, some of the shots that Murray was making, I, I kind of equate it to baseball for me because, you know, that's the sport, that's my sport. That's what I play now. That's what I coach. And it's kind of like a pitcher, like dotting two fastballs right on the outside corner. And now you're kind of cheating out there with two strikes. And then he front doors a slider that starts behind you and it ends up on the inside corner. Like you just got to end up like giving props, like as a competitor, like, hey, shake, you know, shake hands. That's, those are hell of a shots by by Murray and Jokic. You know, like there's no defense that's going to be able to guard those, you know. And yeah, there's nothing they were just simply, 
there's nothing they could do. They were just simply better, and they were all season long, and they deserve massive credit. Like you were saying, Jaime, for a one seed that was like leading the West for the entire, you know, the entirety of the season, like we underrated them so much. Like we, I know Joe predicted them to lose in the first round of the T Wolves. I know, I know, a bunch of people. Obviously, a ton of people had the the Suns over them, and then you know, a ton of people had the Lakers over them too. So the the Nuggets are the most got to be one of the most slept on dominant one seeds Very I've ever seen. Very disrespected. 100%. Too yeah. disrespected. Yeah. There's no and, doubt about it. And, and, and they're the that, most and definitely the they're most definitely the finals favorites now. All this extra rest, they got the better team than those guys. Miami's too banged up. Boston's too inconsistent. Denver's depth, basketball IQ, shooting, star power, defensive length and intensity. Whoever makes the finals, I'm taking them in six Who over either team who makes the finals. There's no doubt. Um, but what I wanted to talk about next was the, the Lakers perspective from this. So obviously, you know, the Lakers, you know, the start off two and 10, like you guys were mentioning, and then they fought their way back. They made, you know, made all those trades at the deadline and they got themselves into a really, really good spot, uh, and ended up making a Western conference final. So in my opinion, they overachieved a little bit, but see, so I'm going to go to you first on this one, man, since you're the Lakers fan. So obviously we've heard a little bit of rumblings about LeBron retiring. Those kind of got shut down kind of quick. Um, and it sounds like he's going to be back. So, uh, what do you, do you do? Do you think LeBron's actually going to retire? And, you know, what do you think the Lakers offseason moves could be if he doesn't? Um, I would say uh, there's no way LeBron's going to retire after getting swept in the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew he was hurt from because I know when he got hurt, it was the Dallas game in February when they when he uh, came down on his ankle. But I feel like he, he just said that because he, he was speaking out of frustration. And then also, he, he, I think he, he's trying to light a fire under the front office. Like, you know, letting them know they got to make some moves. Because you know how LeBron is when he loses. Like, what I think, <laughs> I think everybody's going to go. I, I like, in my mm. opinion, like, AD is a great player. He's an elite defender. But I feel like his conditioning, like... I don't know, man. He, he he's just it looks like he's all he looks older than LeBron on the court sometimes to me. Like <laughs> that's how I feel. I mean, I still love him, but I feel like we got to make some major changes if we want to see progress. If we, I mean, because the way the Nuggets are looking, they're looking like they might take over the NBA for the next couple of years. Like, yeah, who knows? That's just my opinion. Who, yeah, but, who knows? Yeah, there. I mean. Like, like you said, that's the, the Nuggets team is complete, you know, and, and, you know, all these games were close, but the Lakers, you know, couldn't close them, you know, so you get, you get beat four straight times in the playoffs by any team, you know, that causes you to think like, damn, you know, what do we gotta, what do we gotta do to change this? So, hi, man, I'm going to go to you, man. What do you think? Do you think LeBron retires? And if he doesn't, what do you think the Lakers do for this offseason? No, I think the, I think the, I think the, first of all, like that was such a dumb question to ask anyone in that situation. Like you literally just got swept. It's like the semi-conference finals. It's your 20th year in the NBA. You're pushing 38 or 40 and you're asking a player like, oh, is this your last year? Everyone knew that he wanted to continue to play because he clearly stated that, that he wanted to play with his son. Right. And he's been talking about that for the past two years. So now like the question should have been like, it's not do you want to continue to play it's like do you still want to be a laker that's my take on that mm-hmm. and i think what, similar to what Cizo said i think i think he was trying to send a message saying like hey like clock is ticking i'm not gonna be here forever and i want one more ring and so mm-hmm. what i think the lakers need to do they need to get rid of it was impressive what they did don't get me wrong like they literally blew up that team and 
constructed this team that ended up you know beating the the Warriors which was very impressive so I think they need to move on from D'Angelo Russell that's my thing I, like they just have to move on from him because at the end of the day like we can say what we want but like what LeBron did in this series like he had those 40 points and he's 38 like you can't ask for more for more for more from him it, Anthony Davidson Anthony was very um inconsistent very he had his good games his poor games but you know like D'Angelo Russell being benched and that was a guy that was going to be supposed to be like your number three scorer right although <laughs> Austin Austin Reeves was doing great like the Lakers when they got D'Lo they're like oh that's the guy that's going to you know get us some he's going to be our number three scorer and literally like he had, he had one game he had four points the other game he had three points then he had 10 points oh, and God. eight points it's like what are we talking about here so I mean no. They have to blow up that team. I really hope they make a push for Trey Young, but I have a feeling that I hope they don't go after Kyrie Irving. But I think Trey Young would be a good fit, but I just don't know what assets the Lakers can give up. I doubt they're going to be able to match anything for Austin Reeves. It's just, you know, the Lakers are in a poor situation, but that's the thing. That's the gift and the curse about LeBron James, right? He can put you in the map for a title ring, but then he can also destroy your team. And that's what we're seeing right now where the Lakers are in these crossroads where they're just trying to figure out like, what can we do with the current assets we have while still being able to protect our future? Which is like, they have no future. So right. that's my take. Yeah, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be interesting. Like you mentioned with D'Angelo Russell, like for someone whose celebration is ice in the veins, like he chokes like when it really comes down to it. Like you, like D'Angelo Russell, like you gotta like, you can't be doing this for your celebration. And then when it comes time to do it in the playoffs, you just completely forget how to play basketball. Like that's just a, 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 just ridiculous to me. But uh, Nick, I'm going to go to you, man. What do you think about these Lakers, man? You think LeBron's going to retire? And if he doesn't, what do you think they're going to do with these offseason moves? I think there's 0% chance that LeBron retires. I think that was, you know, him making some headlines. Um, the Lakers do definitely need to just reconstruct their roster. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, like Jaime was saying, he's just, he he's found a, something to complain about in every situation he's been in since the start of his NBA career. And he has that potential to, to get to that next level, to be a star. But every time he's put in that spotlight to do that and to get to that next level, he, he, he lays an egg and is one of the worst players on the court. You wouldn't even know he's out there playing. So that's just uh, somebody that you can't really have, and that's not somebody that LeBron wants to have on his team. Team that he uh, he knows that that that's that inconsistent, and I think the same thing with Anthony Davis right now. LeBron and Anthony Davis, I just don't think that duo is going to work anymore. I think LeBron wants somebody who's more consistent and more of a star, and not somebody who's going to uh, be such an up and down player i think uh there just needs to be more consistency lebron shouldn't have to put up 40 10 and 9 to even be somewhat close in the game that should be anthony davis doing that and not lebron but it, at the end of the day it always falls on lebron's shoulders and he went to the lakers to not have that to have anthony davis to be his running mate to take off the load from his shoulder and anthony davis hasn't done that since uh since the bubble and maybe maybe it's time to move on for him. Yeah, listen, uh, 
I'm going to disagree with all three of you guys, but I'm going to I'm going to get to that a little bit later. Uh, as far as LeBron goes, he's not going to retire. Like I think, like like CISO was mentioning, like all you guys were mentioning, I think it was him losing a conference finals when he truly believed the team could win a title after fighting through what Sham said was a torn tendon in his foot at 38 years old in year 20 after playing all 48 minutes and damn near dropping a 40 point triple double and still losing. I think he was like, all right, like what more y'all want me to do? Like I might as well just retire. And that was kind of like in the moment, obviously, like you guys were saying. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do this, but he's going to be back. And when he comes back, most of the Lakers team that was there this year should be back, in my opinion. This team had less than 10 games together before the play-in started after the trade deadline. And they made the Western Conference Finals. Do not panic right now. Do not panic. This is a really, really good basketball team. And listen, I don't know what it is about the, the Lakers, but... All the rumors that literally happen as soon as the Lakers season ends every year about every single star that's going to go there. Like, oh, Trey Young's going to go there. Uh, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving. Like, uh, Trey Young's not going to be there. Damian Lillard won't be there. Kyrie Irving probably won't be there either unless he wants to take a massive pay cut. What I think the Lakers should do is re-sign Reeves and Hachimura, probably Vanderbilt and Schroeder as well. And for the, I, di I completely disagree with you guys. For the love of God, do not trade Anthony Davis. I see people freaking out about him. Like through two rounds, they weren't saying he was the best player in the playoffs or contemplating he was the best player in the playoffs. Now he's obviously not that, but he's a top 10 player. Like I mentioned earlier in the season, he's a top 10 player. You, what you got to do is you got to let D'Angelo Russell walk or hop on a flight to China so he can play for the Guangdong Tigers, him and Dylan Brooks, okay, because he's terrible, like I said, when it matters most. But then the rest of the roster, you, 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 you fill it out around LeBron and AD, okay? Do not panic, okay? Please don't panic, Lakers. If you can somehow get Dame or Trey, then you can go for it. Obviously, go for it if you can get Damian Lillard or Trey Young. But I don't think that's happening. I think you run it back and see what you got, you know? Um, because like I said, you played 10 games with this team in the regular season, and then somehow you ended up making a Western Conference Finals. Like, that's a pretty dope accomplishment, especially since some of these players are super, super young, like your Reeves or your Hachimuras, you know, your, your Vanderbilts. Like, those guys are still really, really young players. They're going to make improvements. So I think this team, if they bring it back, they're only going to get better. Um, obviously, LeBron's not going to get any better. I think AD's going to stay about the same. But these younger guys are going to step up more. I would love to see this team uh, with a full regular season. Um, but and it's going to be interesting. I agree with what you're saying because they the run that they had with the team that they have now, but that that's not. I don't think I don't think it's a, it's like they want to keep the core, but I think the issue is they can't keep Austin Reeves. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Like they, there's no way they're gonna be able to keep their third best player right now. And I think what that's they what can. they really need to figure out. Because I don't think, I think they can. They just gotta let Russell go. They, they just have to be able to match their their contract, right? And like, because he's a restricted free agent, and I just don't know. I think another team's gonna throw him stupid money, and that's, well, that's what the Lakers are facing right now. I think they'll be able to because Russell's taking up you know thirty million of their cap right now. So you obviously, like I said, let D'Angelo Russell take his flight to Taiwan and play with Dwight Howard, whatever <laughs> you want him to do. Um, but but you know, I think they'll be able to re-sign him. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with them because like like we talked about, there's a lot of different pot. You know, there's the there's the fork in the road, and there's like four different prongs that they could go down as far as you know mm -hmm. lanes that they want to go with their team. So it's gonna be interesting. But you know, in my but opinion, I think they should just run it back. That yeah. should be priority keeping Reeves. Like that should yeah. be priority 100%. for the Lakers. He wants well. to stay though. Yeah, yeah he he which is stay. great. Which yeah, is great so. for the Lakers. Well, yeah. I think I think I think we'll have a chance to re-sign him. It just depends on, like you said, what the cap is looking like. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
yeah, and, and and once D'Angelo Russell is not there anymore, I think it's going to help a lot. So yeah, it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting for the Lakers. And you know, I'm sure Coach Malone again is pissed off for no apparent reason that we're talking about the Lakers. But hey, people want to talk about the Lakers, <laughs> goddammit. Like the, what what the, one of so. the greatest franchises in the world with LeBron James on it. Like we're not going to talk about them. So if the, Christ, if, if the Lakers end up getting rid of D'Angelo Russell and don't replace him with a guard who can shoot the ball and score on his own, the, the, it's going to become the same same uh, situation next year. They're, they had no guard who could go out and get his own shot. So that's what they need. He's, yeah, more, of a four, he's more of a four. Like, I'm, 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 I'm talking about like a point guard or like yeah. a shooting guard. I feel like he's more of a, more of a, a forward type guy who plays on the wing. He's talking he's not, about a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> they need a bucket, right? Yeah. And they do need they do need that, but I mean, D'Angelo Russell wasn't giving that shit to him anyway, so it's like you you know you just you I mean he'll he'll help in the regular season for sure, like he'll help you get through the regular season, but once you get to the playoffs, you know he's gonna stop doing this shit and he's just gonna be sitting there on the bench with his sweats on, you know. So it's like the uh, so yeah, they definitely need to find something like that. I agree. So if they could somehow bring in a Kyrie Irving or you know a, a, a Trey Young or a Damian Lillard, like obviously you know we're having a completely different conversation, but I don't. I don't think those I don't think that's realistic for the Lakers. I'm sorry, CISO. I just don't think those are realistic options uh for the Lakers at this point. But now we gotta move out east, okay? Because we got a series that looked to be headed in the same direction as the one we were just talking about, the West Finals, and has done a 180. The eight-seeded Miami Heat currently hold a 3-2 lead on the two-seeded Boston Celtics. Obviously, Miami got off to that 3-0 start, and everybody was ready to give their Heat versus Nuggets finals predictions. In fact, our boy Josh actually did give his Heat versus Nuggets finals prediction. But now Boston has battled back and made this a 3-2 series, and there is lots to talk. There's lots of talk that this could be the first team in NBA history that comes back from a 3-0 lead in the playoffs. Reminiscent of another Boston team, the Red Sox in 2004, that came back from a 3-0 deficit against the Yankees in the ALCS, and a seven-year-old Yankee fan in me was crying face down on the floor and I saw A-Rod and Jeter at Game 4 in Miami and it gave me flashbacks. It wasn't pretty because um, I'm a big Yankees fan. That wasn't great. Uh, but Game 6 is coming up tonight in Miami. So, hi, man. I'm going to go back to you first on this one, my friend. What are your thoughts on this series? What has led to this series turnaround so far? Um, so, I think it was very surprising just to see the, the Heat go 3-0. and And it wasn't just – it was extremely surprising how they did it. Right, they there were some games where they're just flat out just dominating, dominating the Celtics to the point where there was chance in the stadium to bring Haslam in. That's insane. Um, <laughs> but I think you know what the Celtics are doing to turn it around now with their small man lineup by by uh, by forcing uh, Bam at the Bam Abadeo to do more things with the ball. It's it's clearly creating a, some type of. Uh, misfunction among the the heat right now and that is why they've been turning the ball over but you know like if bam has 20 points i if he scores 20 points or more they'll win this series but right now the celtics have been out coaching the heat so i'm very interested in what the eric spolcher is going to do coming into this game but i just don't see the celtics winning it i just don't see it it's just like there's a reason why teams are 0 and 150 right like once they're down three and L, and so it just I, I, I hate the narrative because the narrative should be not even if they can win, they win the series. They, they can't even make it to game seven, which I don't think they can. That's my take on that. But I know, you know, Nick is a huge Celtics fan, and you know, but I just don't think that I think this is like their last. I think their window is going to close after this year. And I think this is, you know, I think the Heat are going to close them out tonight. That's my take. 
Yeah. yeah, I love it. I, I, I personally love that take. I mean, I, I know Nick doesn't love that take, but I'm a big, big fan of that take that you just gave. So I know Nick is probably over there in that top left corner itching to get after it. So Nick, I'm going to go to you, man. First of all, what's your thoughts on this series and what's led to the turnaround? But you got your, is that the, is that your Rondo jersey you got on right now? Is it the Rondo jersey you got on? It is yeah, the he's Rondo got the Rondo, jersey. He's got the Rondo jersey on right now. So can the Celtics come all the way back from the 3-0 deficit and win this series? So I'm not going to just, you know, say that they're just going to come back and obviously win. That, that would, they would be, it'd be a one in a million chance. The the writing is on the wall where they, where they have a great chance. It's probably the best chance in NBA history for a team to come back from a 3-0 because they are, they were, they are the two seed. They are one of the better offense and defensive efficiency teams. So if they, if they put everything together, uh, they, they are very capable of uh making history here uh the turnaround in the last two games has been the defense and the coaching uh like i said last week i was i was irate on joe Missoula and how he was using his timeouts and how he was using the rotations it cost us three games in the first three games of the series and he did a massive 180 on how he coached and his whole philosophy and that changed in the celtics play so the last two games we haven't let up 100 points We've started shooting threes. We've started passing the ball more, and we've won by what 15 plus points each each game or something like that. So the, the, these games come down to defense and uh, and coaching. So it's it's going to be fan, a fascinating game to see who uh, who has the uh, adjustments for game six because as we all know, Eric Spolstra is amazing with in game and game to game adjustments, but. Um, the, I mean, both teams right now. Jimmy Butler's not playing, not playing as well as he started. So, I think so. Jimmy's shooting tw- less than twenty percent the last two games. Uh, all the Celtics have to do to really to control the series is to keep shooting these threes. So if the threes keep falling, the Celtics keep winning. That's that's our formula to to, uh, to success. And it's not just one guy that that's going to shoot him. We have multiple guys. So. It has to be Derek White, Marcus Smart, Tatum, Brown, Brogdon, Grant Williams, Al Horford, and uh, well, it, it's it's going to be fun. So if we do hit more than the 15 threes, I think we're 15 and 0 already. We're 4 and 0 in eliminate elimination games uh, this in the playoffs. So we're going to keep we're going to keep this ride in. And Jason Tatum's been the best player so far in this series. So. Based off off his stats right now, he's 26 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, shooting 51% uh, for the series. Oh, and he's actually shooting pretty bad from three. So he's 30% from three right now. And there's and uh, but he's averaging the most points, most re- most rebounds, and I think the most assists right now in, in the series, shooting 88% from the free throw line. And I'll give you Jimmy Butler's stats right now. So he's shoot, he's uh, 24 points per game, seven rebounds, six assists shooting 44% from the from the field, field goal range, and he's shooting 25% from three. So all this Tatum slander that we're getting, pretty crazy, because he's outperforming Jimmy Butler, who are all considering the best player in the NBA playoffs right now, and Tatum is actually just outproducing him, but it's obviously not, uh, we haven't seen it in as a team. So if the Celtics put it all together, I we're, we're the best team. We have the depth. We just need our coach to put us in the right places. That, that's all I've been saying. So, if 
if Tatum and Brown have the same type of performance like that we've had the last two games, it's we're we're gonna see a game seven, and it's gonna be rocking in Boston. I, you know, something. I'm, I'll get to it a little bit later, but I desperately want a game seven in this series. I want it so, so, so bad, and I'll get to it. Get to why I want it a little bit later, and it's probably not for the reason that you think. So, CISO, I'm gonna go to you, my friend. What are your thoughts on this series? What's led to this series turnaround, and do you think the Celtics can come back from 3-0? Um, I would say that this is this has been a very surprising and entertaining series. Um, despite me being a Lakers fan. Um, and the history between the Celtics and the Lakers. Um, I think I'm with Nick on this one. Um, I think the Celtics, like if you look at the Celtics, I think they're the more talented team. I mean, the Heat, to me, they're not supposed to even got three games on the Celtics. In my mind, even before going into this series, even though the Heat has had the stronger will throughout the playoffs, I think they had the strongest will, um, especially beating the Bucks. But I would say... If if Tatum, if Tatum has it, it, it comes down to Tatum and Jimmy. If Tatum outperforms Jimmy, I think the Celtics is forcing it to game seven. And if they go to game seven, then the Celtics is winning. Like, that's just my opinion. But if Jimmy has a good game, then the Celtics is going home. Um, I just feel like the Celtics has nothing to lose right now. It's, it's win to go home. So they just got to win one. It's not thinking about winning two. They just got to win one. So we'll see. The Celtics yeah. on ball pressure too has has changed the has has been what's changing in the series and their defense. So they they've been up on the ball, up on ball screens. They're not they're not they are switching a lot, but they're fighting through screens a lot more than they have been, and they're making passes a lot more tough tough tougher. Uh, and then they're not just giving away. Uh, possessions on the offensive end so we're not seeing lazy passes from Tatum we're not seeing lazy passes from Marcus Smart we're not seeing as we're not seeing as much of Jalen Brown driving into the lane and, and dribbling it off his foot and slipping but it's still there we're just not seeing it, seeing it as much so limit the turnovers and and, it's, and, and we're gonna be good yeah so the, I'm, I'll get into what I gotta say so I had the Celtics in seven before the series. And first of all, Nick, I want to talk about your Jimmy, you know, your Tatum outplaying Butler type uh, take. Uh, that's kind of, I mean, the, the numbers are factually correct. They're factually correct, yeah. correct, but they're slightly misleading because, you know, Jimmy was better for the first three games and they won off for three games. And then Jimmy's been, you know, obviously not great the last two games and Tatum's been way better the last two games. So it looks like, you know, Tatum's been better throughout the series, but really I think Jimmy's been better in more games than Tatum and Jimmy's worst games have just been worse than Tatum's worst games. But um, well, I, have, I have the stats right here. So Jimmy Butler last game, 14 points, five assists, five rebounds. Um, yeah, he was bad. Yeah. And then game three, like you said, that he that, Look, that he was way better. Tatum only had 14 that game, but Jimmy Butler only had 16, and it was a blowout. So it wasn't like Jimmy exactly. Butler had the best game. It was a blowout. He, he probably, what, he played 30 minutes? Yeah, exactly, and Tatum only Exactly. Played. He, he played 30 minutes. Yeah, the game yeah. was over. He didn't so have to, the, he, so he controlled the a game, so he didn't have to, he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to do as much. The game so was his over. Stat, yeah, his stats haven't been better. His shooting percentage hasn't been better. His free throw shooting hasn't three been games. better. Um. The so, first three so games. What's the most important stat out of all of this? The first three what, what, games, Tatum what's shot the most, 50%. What's the most important stat? 50%, 90% I mean, I, from it's, the free it's throws. Close. 
it's hoops. You're yeah, so about, it's a it's a team game. You're talking about scoring so, and you're talking exactly, about you're talking exactly. About so if we're gonna talk about a team game, you can't just talk about one on one guys. So that's why I just don't understand why you bring but, up. T- everybody wants to put the blame on Tatum. Tatum put the blame been, on Tatum. Tatum's been the only guy on the Celtics <laughs> I mean, to perform. I'm not, no I'm not putting the blame Tatum. on him. I'm no just, one just saying. I, I, Tatum's the team revol- yeah. Celtics success right. revolves around Tatum's He's the leader. efficiency. Tatum, yeah, no, that's no, all no. Comes I, I where, say where the Heat don't say, need Butler to score I would 50 say that points the to Celtic win the game. Celtics success comes from our defense and our threes, and our threes don't just come from Tatum. They come from everybody who I said, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Derek White was our leading scorer last game. Grant Williams has come off the bench, played and, 30 minutes. He's and, shooting and, over 60% from three. And Nick, you're absolutely we're, right. You're we're absolutely we're right. one of the best teams with the best depth. It, this is a team sport. If our team plays like our team can to our potential, we're the better team. If Tatum has to have a 50, 60, 70 point game, no, we're not going to win. That's not how we're built to win. We're built to win by using our best players and our depth and our defense. And, and still... I, the, they, this is the crazy thing you're saying like yeah like the game doesn't revolve around Tatum you're saying like Tatum is not the difference maker right and you're absolutely right but at the end of the day like the only stat that matters is wins and losses and although your argument is that Tatum is having a better series than Butler you could argue that at the end of the day that doesn't matter because the Celtics are down three yeah six, it's, right? it's like it's it's yeah. like another comparison that I have it's like when LeBron James led in every single stat in the NBA finals points rebounds assists steals blocks and then, and then it's like, oh, he lost. You want him to do more? No. You, the other four, other five, other six, other seven players who were on the court with him at any other given time probably needed to step up a little more because LeBron led in every single category. That's kind of what ha- is happening with Tatum right now. He just needs other guys to step up with him, especially his running mate and the, supposedly the best duo in the NBA, Jalen Brown. I love so, Jalen Brown. It, again... I'm not. I'm not saying anything that you said was wrong. I'm just saying I'd rather have Jimmy in this series. I think. I think Jimmy. I think the the stats are a little bit misleading because I think Jimmy was better in the first three games, and then Tatum's been better in the last two games. But that's all. Yeah, I I don't disagree with any of that stuff that you just said. Everybody's got to step up. Jalen Brown's been terrible in every other game, but game five, you know, so he's got to be a lot better. They've got to be more consistent. But I just think Jimmy's been for more games in the series. I think Jimmy's been better. But so I'll get to what I had to say. So I had the Celtics in seven before the series. Okay. Then last week when Miami was up two after taking two in Boston, I said Miami was going to win. Okay, and that's and then Boston still had a chance even though that Miami was up 2-0. and I still believe that to be true. Okay, I still have Miami winning one of these last two games and moving on to the NBA Finals. And I love Jimmy Butler; he's my favorite player in the NBA, and I believe right now he is the best player in the NBA. I love the Heat culture, Coach Spo, Pat Riley, all the undrafted, underrated, and just guys that a lot of the league just gave up on that make up most of their roster. I love it. Okay, so I'm rooting for them to win. But there's a small part of me. It's the classic, like, the angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. Like, the angel is rooting for Miami because, like, I love Jimmy Butler and I'll be happy if they win. There's that little devil on my shoulder, too. Okay. And I can't help but kind of root for the Celtics to either make it a game seven in this series and then lose, which would be awesome. Or even better, they come back from 3 0 to win this series. Okay. Then they get up 2 0 or 3 1 on Denver in the finals. And Nick and, and Joe, who's not here, come in with their chest puffed out. Talking about Title Town. Talking about NBA record 18th championship. Talking about, oh, we told you, we told you. And then they blow the lead and go home with another finals loss for the second straight year. Because this team ain't good enough. Congrats. You won a couple games in Miami. Who's got three of their top who's got three of their top guards out? Whoop the fucking do. But guess what? Even if you come back from this 3-0 deficit, 
That's all you're gonna be remembered for. Not as the 2023 NBA champions because y'all team is too inconsistent. Tatum's up and down. Brown, we just talked about how up and down he is. Smart don't know whether he's tough or he can't deal with Miami to doing a little chirping. Missoula, even though he's been better the last couple of games, he's been overmatched coaching. So I love that you Celtics yeah. fans get your hopes up. I love it. And I hope that you are really picturing you guys are gonna win an NBA championship. Jason Tatum's holding the Larry O'Brien trophy over his head while the confetti falls. But guess what? Time to wake up. That dream ain't coming true, baby. The Celtics, you are not winning the title. So who the fuck cares if you're coming back from 3-0? Respond, Nick. The only other team to ever come back 3-0 in any sport was the Boston Red Sox. No team thought that they would win. And when you do win four in a row, if that does happen for the Celtics, you have all the momentum in the world. I don't know if you remember what happened in that World Series in 2004. Red against Sox the West. Exactly. So if the Celtics do make it and they have that momentum, I wouldn't be surprised if I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it's a clean sweep, but we would have that momentum just to carry us into the NBA finals. And we have, we, it would, the and writing would be on the wall. Who averaged three, yeah. triple, who had three yeah. triple doubles in the last four games. <laughs> yeah. And the young Murray's at 37 and like, what? yeah, come on, Nate. Most Let's triple double in the playoffs. Nick. Yeah, that's that's fine. LeBron on, led. Yo, LeBron led in every single. Did you guys not yeah. hear me? LeBron led in every single category. One player doesn't make the whole series, bro. It, it's no, but are the, you not? But the, but the Nuggets Jamal, are more than one player. That's yeah. the, the Nuggets are so than a, and yeah, so are so the, deep. deeper than the so Celtics. Yeah. They're deeper than the Celtics. They're, they're just yeah, no, about they're out just coached. As, they're just yeah. as deep as the Celtics. Yeah. Like the, Jamal Murray has finally been playing well. Murray, oh my god. I, I don't trust Michael Porter if I'm the Nuggets. Like what what is he gonna oh. do? Not play any defense for you and and then not pass the ball and shoot every time he touches the ball? Yeah, that, it's super predictable. Come we on. know what he's gonna do. Jokic, obviously he's great. Every player has their best has a good player. Jokic is gonna get his. You can except, just have to let Jokic is an MVP and Tatum was not top two or top three for MVP conversation this year. That's we just yeah. we just went through the MVP and Tatum dropped fifty one most in NBA history if you don't recall in Game okay. Seven against you. the and then MVP. I give we're you talking that. about we're talking about now we're talking about a whole different no, argument. No, no, you I'm just saying, brought okay, up MVPs, bro. We just yeah, we just you're, sent, you're, we right just now, sent right now you're we just sent the is a MVP. Better, we just right sent the MVP was a better home, baby. You right now you're telling me Tatum is a better player than Jokic. When did those rather... words ever come out of my mouth? You didn't because you're right now you're saying that I, did Tatum's I not performance say against this, the current MVP. Didn't I just say MVP in this episode? Won the MVP. Matt, what did I just say in this episode? Come on, man. Nikola Jokic is the best player. I just said this They're is in the said. world. And you're saying that the, the Celtics are going to come back from 3-0, go into I, the finals, and beat the Nuggets. No, That's what you just said. I said That's what you, you're talking. You, you gave a whole story about how Boston fans, I said, how they if, came back from 3-0, yeah, and if they come back, yeah, they're going to go into just, the finals, and they might win it. You said, literally just said that. I said this. It, uh, first off, let's rewind the tape. First off, I said Nikola Jokic is the, is best, the best player. Part. You did say that. Yeah, yes. okay. In the world and in the NBA. That's what I said. And then I said, if the Celtics come back, I said, I didn't say, are they? And before it, Matt even asked me, I said, I'm not even going to say the Celtics are going to win. That's what I said. Did, did I not say it? So I said, no, you said that. And, but and you then did, I, then, you, then you did I asked compare him, it to the Red Sox. Then I, yeah, then I asked him, 
which they did call that. Then he said, Matt, then Matt asked me, what do I think if this happens? If the Celtics win four in a row, they're going to have all the momentum. If they win four in a row, they will have all the momentum. That's a pretty easy statement. If they have the four wins in a row, they will have all the momentum. (laughs) And then guess what? They'll be in the finals with all the momentum against the Nuggets. And and with that momentum, it's going to be just enough just to push them over that hump to beat the Nuggets. I don't think the Nuggets are like a super team with Steph playing KD but, that you can't. Beat. But if you look, if you look at Jamal Murray, like I, in that like last the, series, they're not, they're not, they're not uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. They're they're not a super team that you're super scared of playing. Yes, it's Nikola Jokic and, and the two-time MVP, the greatest player in the NBA right now. But you're not gonna you're not gonna run home and not play and be scared of playing them. No, if the Celtics win four in a row. They have a great chance of beating the Nuggets in the finals. They will be uh, in the finals. Anything can happen in the NBA finals. Respectfully yeah. disagree. Jamal Murray. So you're saying this. So you're saying this. So let me ask you both this question. If the Celtics win four in a row, there's zero percent chance the Celtics win. That's what you're saying? Yes. If the Celtics win Absolutely. four in a row. Nuggets, nuggets won. Nugget, nuggets are winning where, whether they played the okay. Heat. So I just want to get. I just want to. I just want. I just want to get your guys' perspective. The Nuggets so are. Can, the Nuggets are going to win it all. Can formulate to see they've been the most dominant are. team in the playoffs so far. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Like they so did what they did against the Suns. So what they did against team. the yeah, Lakers. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's why. And I love your passion. I love. I love that. All I said. All I said. will get them there. No. All I said. All I said was if the Celtics win four in a row, they will have momentum. And then all I started. And then you guys started giving me hate, and I said if. Well, because you brought up the Red Sox, and I'm just thinking, what did the Red Sox do, right? They won. Like they, they won the oh, on after down three, and then they won it with the World Series, and then they right? carried that momentum over and won another yeah. four in a row against the Cardinals. Who, so that's who everybody so, thought we're gonna beat them because so the, the moment you brought up that story, Pujols, I just Wainwright, guys like that. Yeah, the moment so, you brought the story, I just, I just immediately thought, oh, this is where Nick is going with this. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody, the, and there was the probably Celtics are going to do the same thing. No, I said if, and there was probably also people on podcast back then that thought we're like, oh yeah, there's no way Red Sox are going to beat the Yankees down 3-0. There's no way Johnny Damon is going to hit a grand slam to make them go up. There's no way that this is going to happen. And guess what? Sports. So the Celtics are gonna, Celtics at halftime are going to play sweet care and like to hype up the crowd and get the game going, and then the Celtics are going to come back and win game the game tonight. That's what it sounds like. See, so see, so you had a thought you were trying to get out, man. What 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 you have to say? I was going to say, um, I feel like I get what Nick's saying. Records are meant to be broken, right? But um, I'll just be honest, man. Jamal Murray outperformed John Morant and Stephen Curry. In this playoffs, I mean, I'm in a, playing against the Lakers. From mm-hmm. what I watched, man, I just, I just feel like, and I didn't even Lakers say the wasn't Celtics prepared. Dominate. I just said that the if, if the Celtics win four in a row, they're gonna have some momentum. They're gonna have they're gonna have momentum, but I feel like, like we and said, they're gonna have all the confidence. The podcast, in the, they're gonna have more. The confidence Nuggets is the most the disrespected number one seed. They're the most disrespected number one seed. I don't think the Celtics are gonna be prepared. Now come and prepared like the Lakers didn't come prepared for the nuggets like i mean i don't know i don't see it i'll be honest i just don't see it i don't see the nuggets yeah well yeah i mean it has to it has to take the celtics to win two more games so that that's another if so i was saying like there's a lot of things that variables that have to take place to even get to that but 
like I said, if they win two more, they're going to have some momentum. They're going to have the probably the biggest confidence boost in the world that they came back down from 03, which no NBA team has ever come back from. And they'll be riding high. Like, and then they're going to go it, four and one. That's fine. Like, if it's, if the it's, Nuggets if, are going to beat them four to one if, in the if it's, finals. If it's Nuggets heats, we're going to see a clean sweep, 4 0. Yes, Nuggets. I agree. I do agree with I that. Know. I do agree yeah, that the. It's just a better match. <laughs> I agree. It's a better matchup. The Lakers. I, I don't are, agree with that. Lakers are better than the Heat. Yeah, Lakers was the best matchup off. for the Nuggets to me, in my opinion. They, and they and they couldn't do anything with the. So the listen, Nuggets. I don't, I don't agree that the Heat are going to get swept by the Nuggets. I don't agree with that. I think that the the Heat have proven that they're going to they're at least going to get one or two games in every series that they play because they're the Miami Heat and they just do that. But. As far as Nick, as far as you go, man, I am uh, your thoughts and and you just believing that if if you if you uh, if you get through the if you get through right if you get through the heat that you believe you'll have the momentum and you can make it a series. I love it. I love that yeah, you believe love that. the passion because it's gonna hurt that much more when you come <laughs> back and and when and when you get to the finals and then when you don't end up winning the finals and you blow a lead in the finals. I'm gonna come in here. I'm Guess have what? Big old I would rather. On my face. I'm gonna look I, like the Joker. I'm gonna come I would rather, like the Joker. I'd rather have my team have a chance and be in the last four teams and not have a chance and be talking if, about my be if, talking if about the other happens, teams in the NBA. My team I want Matt. For the next I want Matt years, to maybe. come in with the red paint. And like the white face, green hair. I got hand. it. It'd be the, you go, you go see me. You, I'm gonna record a video of me doing that, doing that little a on the Joker <laughs> steps. Like you go, you go, you go see me doing that. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that for sure because yeah. it's gonna be really interesting. But uh, like we talked about, I, I, I I'm okay. Pretty much and so, if, if the Celtics, turn. if the Celtics come back from 3-0, I want to see Matt I hope they do. and everybody on this panel in a Celtics jersey. No. No, no, I want them to. I'll buy a Larry Bird jersey. I, I hey. want them to hey. come back. I want them to come I'll, back. Kevin Garnett is my favorite all-time player, so I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I got, I, I got that. I buy a Bird jersey. I got that Kimball Walker Celtics jersey showing up there too, so I can put it on. So, <laughs> I pulled that. I pulled that out a couple weeks ago. Kimball Walker Celtics jersey. Wow, got it for yeah. fifteen bucks at Ross so, for less. You already know, man. So, quick question: So, who has who has more pressure going in tonight? Right now, like who has the most? Who the has more I mean, it's got to be Miami. Miami. It's Miami. Be Miami. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, agree. Lost, I just yeah, want to lost two in a row. You're, you're, you're you were yeah, up and then, three zero, and the then Butler guaranteed the win. Butler guaranteed the win. Yeah, yeah and that's the and that's the and that's the thing too. We were talking about it pre-show. We haven't seen a playoff Jimmy Butler game in a little while. We don't yeah. one of these two games. Just when Nick is 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 thinking like, oh, we got this. Here comes playoff Jimmy, 45, 15 and five. Bye bye. That's what happened. Bye bye. Six last year. Bye bye. Game six last year. Jimmy Butler had a good game. Yeah, like forty. We smoked. Yeah, like forty something points. Yeah, he didn't have a Jimmy. Five. He didn't. That's not a Jimmy Butler playoff game, though. A Jimmy Butler playoff game is forty plus, ten plus, eight plus. That's a Jimmy Butler playoff game. So just be ready. Just be ready for it. I, I I'm, I'm trying to prepare you I, yeah, for I, when the I, Celtics I, don't win. I'm, I'm looking out for you hey. as your friend, man. So, so when the Celtics so don't win, I don't, you don't have I, to come in here. And be I'll all come sad, to that. Right? I'll come to that conclusion when that comes. But I'll never see it coming. <laughs> okay. Don't don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I respect you, you for not losing faith in your team, Nick. Hey. I respect. I respect. Yeah, that. I, respect I respect that, that. too. <laughs> so so last year when they had the series, it went four three two, right? In Boston, one. Yeah, yeah so, we were down three two. Yeah, also and, in that and last year, yeah, last year game six, Butler had an insane game. He had forty seven points. 
Yeah, we'll but. see. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be a very, very I, interesting conclusion to this series. I, I can't, I can't wait to see the if, end. If the Heat do lose this game, you have to be super nervous if you're Miami, though. That's you're insane. already super nervous yeah. if you're. Yeah. Miami. If they lose this game, if they lose this, this game, they lose the series. Yeah, we're the fifteenth team to even. I don't make it uh, yeah. to Game Six. I kind of want them to lose this game. I want them to lose this game and then go to Game so Seven. Good. And nobody yeah. thinks they're gonna win, and then they win Game Seven. I will be so excited for they, if they, that happens. I I can't tell you how excited I'll be if that happens. Man, that would be such a heartbreak. Yep, it's gonna be. Game. I mean, it's happened no three times already in NBA history. So. Yep. No, and and no matter what happens, I'm I'm excited to see what happens with the rest of the series because you know when it when it got up 3-0, I think everybody was kind of like, ah, oh, damn it, like we wanted this to be a good series, and mm -hmm. now we're and now eventually we're getting the series Same that we them. wanted. You know, no, it's, it's better too. to have the series here than have no basketball for like ten days. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Finals no don't start till Thursday. Right. That's why yeah. I wanted finals don't yeah. start till Thursday. And I don't want to. And I hate. And I prefer the TNT commentators as well. They're fantastic. I don't know. No, I mean TNT yeah. inside yeah. the NBA Jack is the best Jack, show in, in sports. Yeah, that's the that's the best show in sports. But yeah, like we said, it's gonna be interesting. I'm mm -hmm. I'm happy either way. I know I'm happy either way. Miami wins, all good. Boston wins, then they can just lose in the finals. I'm good either way. So I'm excited for either outcome. But that's gonna be it for us today on the House Call Sports Brick House episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Again, I'm gonna give a shout out to all of our sponsors real quick. The first one I'm gonna give a shout out to is Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code the underscore house underscore Call underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. Watermelon IV, Liquid IV is my personal go-to. I lift weights. I have two outdoor jobs here on Maui. It's super, super humid. The sun's always out. I got burnt last week. I got skin falling off my body. I lost a ton of electrolytes. So I got to get Liquid IV, the greatest hydration multiplier on the planet, to get three times the electrolytes with Liquid, liquid IV and the great taste. I actually drank some this morning because I'm a little bit under the weather. So I got all those electrolytes in me to get it back. So use the promo code and hit the link in our description to go get some today. We are also sponsored by StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as $6. If you guys weren't just paying attention, there is potentially two more games in the Eastern Conference Finals right now, okay? Potentially two more. I hope there's two more, okay? So if you want to go to the, the, the Eastern Conference Finals in Miami or the Eastern Conference Finals in Boston, hit the link in the description to go get your tickets for those at StubHub today. We are also sponsored by SportMemorabilia.com, the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I got a couple of jerseys from there, some hats, a little pullover type long sleeve, Lots of awesome stuff there. So hit the link in the description to go get your merchandise at sportmemorabilia.com. We are also sponsored by Fubo TV, the world's only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There is no hidden fees. Go get a free trial. Browse available plans. I personally have used Fubo. You get a ton of channels. You can watch a ton of sports. You can watch the NBA playoffs. You can watch college basketball, college football, regular season football, MLB, whatever you want to watch. So hit the link in the description to go check that out. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. I want to see this hopeful Celtics fans like Nick in the comments just so that their hopes can get dashed when they lose in the playoffs eventually but be sure to follow us at all of our social media platforms at the house call sports Instagram TikTok YouTube Spotify and Twitter we got merch you can meet the crew and we got blogs up all on our website our website is www.thehousecall.com and that's going to be it for us peace I mean, it's so still a like what, yeah. three years mm -hmm. now, fellas, Arizona like, is trying to find a place for their I don't 